American dream. For each of us, it's always different. But for those that are new to this country, it could mean food, safety, employment, and being able to provide for their family. Hi, I'm Casey Jones, and I jumped feet first into the world of immigration. The more I learned, the more I studied, the more I realized it is a much bigger problem than what we are being told. So I wanted to share with you what I have learned through this whole process. I quickly learned that this idea of the American dream is actually a nightmare. So buckle up and get ready to listen to first-hand accounts of true stories from immigration. And this is The American Nightmare. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of The American Nightmare. Um, I have a great friend with me today in the studio, and so I would like for him just to introduce himself. Um, so, yeah, thank you for joining us today. Hey Casey, thank you so much uh, for the invitation. Uh, I'm glad to be here with you today, sharing some, some thoughts and comments about this process. Yeah, well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy work day. I know you, you're busy with work and everything, so thank you. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to start off with what country are you from? I'm uh, originally from Venezuela, uh, but I consider myself as an Okie right now. An Okie. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, right, welcome to Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's my What's your favorite part about Oklahoma? Well, uh, Oklahoma reminds me my... My hometown, well, the state, but the city, T-Town, Tulsa, yeah, uh, reminds me my my hometown, uh, all the rivers and all the green. Mm. Uh, it's amazing all the things that you can do, the outdoor, uh, the fishing. Yeah, it, it is a wonderful city. I love it. Uh, um, I would recommend this city to anyone who wants to immigrate. Oh wow! This wonderful country. Well, that thank you. That means that means a lot for someone that's from Tulsa. Oh, I usually yeah. see the negative, but no, it's no, cool no, to hear the other it. side. Well, I'm glad you like it. So, um, yeah, thank you. Um, so yeah, what what about your story do you want to share today? Like how about the immigration process or just your story in general? I know we have to be a little bit careful because of where you're at in the system, but um, just share how what you feel like the people would like to know. Well, basically. Um, I think uh, the system is uh, overwhelmed with so many uh, political asylum cases, and that is uh, uh, that is having consequences on every applicant. Mm -hmm. So I've been here for around seven years, and and I haven't had my interview. Yeah. because of this uh, backlog mm -hmm. with the applicants, new applicants, new political asylum cases, and, and any other USCIS case. Yeah. So... And COVID slowed it down a lot, well, too. Well, that's, that's the... That's another that's the cherry of the cake. <laughs> right, yeah. It made a, made a long wait even longer. Exactly. So you've been here seven years. Um, what is the average time frame for an asylum applicant? Mm, well, do you know? Le let me tell you my, my story. When I started, um, according to the, to the rules or the, to the 
standard, right, mm -hmm. to the manual yeah. of the application of political asylum. Um, so you have, you do the application, you have 150 days yeah. af um, after providing the fingerprints mm -hmm. and all the biometrics. Yeah. So you have 150 days to uh, request the doc um, the work employment work authorization document yeah. EAD yeah the work authorization exactly work authorization so um, I, I in that time it worked totally fine so you got it within 150 days 150 of days and I I apply and I receive that maybe a month later yeah so let's say almost six months since I uh, apply and then having my my documents, yeah. So to be able to work and do some other stuff, uh, opening bank accounts, uh, yeah, drivers, drivers license, and and all the other things to become a citizen, right? Quoting, yeah, <laughs> here, and but that was seven years ago. Right now, I've been told that he's taking even more really yeah I didn't know about that exactly so yeah oh yeah because we, we don't do asylum cases in the office so absolutely so friends wow. my, my friends have told me that and yeah it's taking more more, more time more than that so instead of six months maybe a year wow yeah I know work permits here in the office um, now they're taking longer they're taking about a year but before just to renew a work permit could take four to five months and now it's taking seven eight months there you go you're confirming my yeah my it's just things like you said it's backlogged it's a, just masses of people trying to get through a system so it's just yeah it's too many people and not enough workers yeah mm -hmm. yeah so after you get your work authorization card 160 days you said 150 150 days after your asylum case after after you after you put in the application 150 days later you get your work permit and then what is it just a waiting game well yeah right after that you go and uh, so the EAD or employment authorization card document mm -hmm. is uh, the only ID that allows you to request social security right so right after that the next step is requesting the social security card yeah and now you're done right yeah um, because then you can open a bank account exactly. you can get jobs you can get driver's exactly. license yeah. yeah so you can pay taxes and all of that so um, right welcome to america welcome thank you <laughs> so what's next well the next step in that process is the interview yeah the final interview to explain your case to to i mean with an officer with a with a in front of a USCIS officer. Oh, right. And in my case, I've been waiting seven years. Seven years. Wow. So that never years. happened. I'm still waiting. So with no end in sight. You don't know when your interview is going to be. No, nobody knows. I mean. So it's just kind of like you're just waiting. Exactly. Wow. Waiting could be one year, one month, maybe ten years. You yeah. don't know. Right. So I have several friends that are applying for asylum and they're seven eight years in so it's a and and just to, to finish my, my 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 comment here in that part is uh, the the people who came into the country um, maybe in 2018 19 
they were able to have the process in a very short time. Yeah. All of that I told you, even with the interview, in a very short time, and they already are in two situations, or they are with the application approved or denied, and they are with the with the courts or all the legal process. Yeah. But they at least have an answer, a final answer for their case. Right. But that was with the with um, the people in. 2018, 19, something like that. So if I came here in 2018 or 19 and I applied for asylum, my case would probably be done by now. Exactly. So why are those people, you've been in line for seven years, why are those people getting to like essentially cut in line? Do you know? Well, um... I honestly don't know. Uh, I've been checking all the USCIS communications. Um, they post mm, 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 like news or and it is related to that backlog of so many cases and they wanted to do with the most recent and the ones, the older cases are right on the back of the line. No. I don't know why they did that. They, I, I think they, they, um, they thought it would be more efficient doing that yeah. in this way. But, but it's uh, just making you wait longer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I get it. I kind of see what they're, where they're coming from, but it's just making the people that applied years ago wait longer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. So it's like you said, it's just a system that's backlogged with Absolutely. thousands of people. Yeah, it is. I think is it's not uh, humanly. Would you say yeah, that? Humanly. humanly possible to process thousands? I mean, right. Many, many, many cases. And it's a lot of paperwork, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if they have some automation on those systems. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every every applicant uh, comes with a packet yeah. of evidence and, and paper. So. Yeah, I've seen some asylum packets, so, and it's uh, like thick as War and Peace. So and I can say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I since I don't really deal with asylum, um, there's five categories. Not everyone can apply for asylum, correct? Yes. There's five correct. five categories that can only can apply for asylum, right? Mm -hmm. And it's religious persecution, political opinion. Um, gosh, like I said, I don't deal with it, so I don't really know the the other three categories. Race. I uh, I don't remember yet. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah. So for those who are listening, it's like there's five categories where you can apply for asylum. So like if you're going to be persecuted for your religion or if you acted against the government of your home country or um, I think there's something about gangs, like if you're fearing gang mm -hmm. by retaliation going back, stuff like that. It's You have to be fearful of going back home. Natural catastrophes, I think. Okay. I, I'm yeah. Not like don't quote us on this because again, yeah, I, don't exactly. work, I don't work with asylum cases. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, not everyone can apply for asylum and the law is you have you get here and you have one year to apply correct mm -hmm. okay. exactly you have to apply within that year within that year and if yes. you don't then there's no you can't go back three years later and say oh yeah i'd like to apply for asylum no yeah, yeah. so you it has to move pretty quickly at the mm -hmm. beginning absolutely yeah so what was the most frustrating part about this whole journey what would you say well i think uh that uh not knowing 
uh, when your case is going to be processed. Mm -hmm. Processed. I mean, that's the most the most uh, frustrating part. Yeah. So you don't know when is your turn, when when you're going to be next. Yeah. And uh, I I was very frustrated like three years ago. For and then now I'm relaxed. I'm laid back. I'm well. It is what it is. If they call me tomorrow, I'll I'll go. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else I can do. So, but yeah, the waiting and not knowing mm -hmm. when is your when you're gonna be called. That would be super frustrating. Like if I was in your shoes, it would be better for me to get a letter saying, "Hey, your interview's nine years out." You know, like I'd be okay with that, knowing that nine years from now I'll have my interview. But going from month to month without knowing your date, you know, like that's what would be the unknown is what would get to me. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, I think everyone that listening could probably sympathize with that as well. Of like, that would be so frustrating, and so like just, yeah, it's just not fair to you guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame um, the system. I right. It, it is a consequence of because this country uh, has opened the doors for many many people looking for a, a second chance and and looking to preserve its life so it's just a consequence yeah and so I mean I mean like you said like yeah well, America has opened its doors which is so cool we have the resources we have the means to take care of people and it's cool that we're allowing that in yeah yeah um, so okay that was the most frustrating part what has been the most easiest part about this whole immigration process well, the easiest part, um, the 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 application, submitting the documents, is a is a very um, it's a very easy to digest process. Mm -hmm. So you get all the documents, uh, all the evidence. Um, you. That's pretty much it. I mean, so that part was that relatively that's easy. Relatively easy. Oh well, that's that's good to know. Yeah, I figured the with asylum part. it would be horrible with tons of forms and paperwork and. Yeah, of course you need some uh, assistance from a right. professional, would be a lawyer or a paralegal. Yeah. And or someone. If I was uh, fully accredited, I could do it. Exactly. Yeah, but I'm only partially yeah, accredited. Yeah, because. Uh, the, the form is like 20 pages, so you need to... Yeah, <laughs> I filled out exactly. more forms than, longer okay. forms than that, yeah. So. But that's not, that's the easiest part. Oh, that's that's good to know, yeah. Um, so if you, if the American government came to you and said, hey, how could we change this system? How could we make it better? What would you, and you're in charge, what would you do? Well, I can say that if... Uh, they they run some uh, analysis analysis of uh, the data they have. Many of those uh, political asylum applicants have been here for for more than five years and check their records. I mean, you never know. Maybe oh, yeah. one of those thousands already are paying taxes, they are working uh, in, in country, 
contributing 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 to to the economy uh, uh, buying properties or houses or uh, opening new business yeah businesses so I think that would be something if I were the government I would look at those people and try to help them to complete the process with the permanent residence or something like that I mean people who want who came here to be productive and to Im, Im, improve Im, impulse oh yeah oh, and impulse yeah yeah or to improve or to contribute to with the economy of this wonderful country right I mean if you're not allowed or if you're not uh, taking uh, funds to the existing people mm. so you should be taking into account for maybe something else yeah I mean you've been here enough and to demonstrate you are a good person no, no crime yeah. of course yeah that's my point if you've been here with no nothing no crimes no uh, felonies or anything like that right. I mean if you're a, a, a good citizen yeah why not Just right give, give them the chance yeah that's a and that would help speed up the system absolutely yeah I mean that is uh, very um, has the word um, well I don't remember yeah <laughs> it's all good um, so I like that that would, would make sense um, it's probably because each asylum case has to have an interview correct so yes. does your family is it your whole family is it just you and then your wife and then your kids or is it you as a family unit yeah me and my family my immediate family my wife and my my three sons yeah so they, you will all together yes so you have to have an interview um, as your whole family will go down to uh, Houston correct and be interviewed yes uh, exactly for this state the the political asylum office is Houston okay that's what I was thinking exactly yeah okay cool um, so how can us Americans be more sympathetic to the internationals that are here how could we do a better job of being welcoming or open you know what uh, so far I mean people of Oklahoma have, have been so nice so so welcoming so warm so uh, amazing with us yeah um, for example I, I I have had the chance to attend some English classes and by the way excuse me for my my French <laughs> if you, you cannot understand and and the public my apologies but no uh, your English is great <laughs> it's perfect. so I had the chance to go into um, conversational clubs and and some English course courses yeah and and pretty much uh, organized by the community by people not the not gover governmental institutions so like nonprofits nonprofit and, and I I love that I mean that that helped me a lot um, so the thing with anything new anything different of course will be something that people would look with with care or with uh, okay what's that uh, what who is he who is she mm. but 
people here in Oklahoma are very, very nice, very uh, warm, oh. kind people. And well, yeah, there are some cases yeah. where where you <laughs> you you have the occasional yeah, jerk. of course. I mean, yeah, you have that if, anywhere. If you speak Spanish and they look at you as funny, but that's that's okay. That's normal. Yeah, that even happened in my country. When, yeah, when I have uh, people from the Arabic or mm. or um, the the uh, neighbor country. Guyana, they speak mm. English. They speak English. So we, when we saw those guys speaking English, we we look at them like, okay, right, what's that? Yeah, that's normal. Yeah. So for the generally, Oklahoma's been pretty welcoming. Oh yeah, Oklahoma's great. Hey, keep it up, Oklahoma. Yeah. You're A doing plus. good. <laughs> A plus. Yeah. Okay, that makes me feel really good then. Absolutely. I'm glad you haven't had a horrible experience here. No. So yeah, keep it up, Oklahoma. You're doing good. Yeah. You're awesome. Um, so as a new person in an in a new culture, you know, a newcomer into a new society, new language, everything. What has been the trickiest part about adjusting to your new life here? Uh, that's a, that's a, a good question. So um, I I didn't adapt. Mm. I, you I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. So I I totally fit in into this uh, culture and this system, the the rules, the everything. Um, it was easy for it you was to adjust? very easy for me to adjust. It's sad to say this, but uh, in my country, I I felt like a foreigner, mm. like, a, like a, an outsider, yeah. like I didn't uh, belong. belong. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Casey. No, you're all, you're good. By the way, you were one of my English teachers, so oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it, the transition, and many people ask me how how did you um, adapt so quickly? Well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Right. I just fit in. That's awesome. It was easy. Yeah. I mean, I respect the law. I I I always try to do what is right yeah I mean I treat people fair and and decent yeah decently mm -hmm. so of course I'm not selling myself like oh this is this guy is awesome <laughs> this is the <laughs> but best. you are awesome <laughs> I know you so <laughs> yeah so but that's what I try I try to do okay that's good to know because I've lived in foreign countries you know I've been on I've been where you guys are at and mm -hmm. some days were easier and some days were a train wreck adjusting to a new culture, new language, new way to do things. I just remember being on a bus one time on the verge of tears just because I was just so angry because yeah. I didn't know how to get on the bus, you know? It is difficult. Yeah, so it's great to hear that you adjusted easy mm -hmm. um, because it, it's a horrible process to go through. Um, so Yeah, of course. And, well, I think I have a, a, um advantage Yeah. because I'm a self-thought in English, oh, okay. so I had some knowledge and some yeah some practice with the language right and well that helped me a little bit yeah but for a person uh, that does not speak English at all mm -hmm. you have many resources many many uh, tools many people that could help you oh yeah so the network for the 
internationals is very developed is a wonderful network here in Tulsa yeah to get for you integrated for example American Dream Center is one of those oh well thank you so that's we really try to be there for yeah, the international to help absolutely. navigate them help navigate them mm -hmm. yeah so thank you a little shout out for American Dream Center <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, awesome well uh, as we close is there anything that you'd like to add for people to know about you, your story, immigration, anything that you'd like to close with? Yeah, well, just a little bit of background. Um, I have a degree in, in engineering from a uh, university over there in Venezuela. Um, I, I had the chance to work in, in the energy industry over there. Yeah. So, I also um, have a master's degree in Venezuela as well. Oh wow! And I speak Portuguese. Yeah. A little bit of Italian and a little bit of English. Yeah, your so. English. <laughs> and the other two are so, great as well. Yeah. So. Um, so you speak four languages. Well, let's say three. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're probably being modest. Yeah. So, and. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, a wonderful family, my wife and my three sons, and so life is good. Life is good. Yeah, yeah. you're glad you're here. And of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I know for me and probably those listening, yeah, for me and those listening, um, I can tell you that we're glad you're here. Um, we're glad you're safe. We're glad that you're. I mean, it's a long process, but you know, we're glad that you're going through it, and you know. For the most part, it has been fairly easy. It's just been a long wait for you. So we're glad you're here. We want to keep you here. Um, so thank you for being here. Okay, see, so thank you so much uh, for this opportunity to try to um, tell this story to the listeners. And yeah, let's hope for the best. And I think um, we're we're gonna have our our chance to to get uh, um, our citizenship so my goal is to be a US citizen yeah so uh, have my 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 first my green card and then the citizenship that's my dream um, I love this country this is a uh, this is the country of opportunities yeah I mean, you have it all there you just need to take it yeah and it's uh, good things are waiting for you outside that's out great there. yeah it's good to hear yeah so um thank you for sharing those final thoughts um for those listening we will give you an update on his case as soon as he becomes a uh, a green card holder hopefully I, you'll probably pass your interview i'm not worried yeah so we'll give you guys an update when he finally and his family becomes a green card holder and then ultimately a citizen yeah thank you again for tuning in to the american nightmare um we will see you guys next month. If you have any questions or want to know more about immigration, please drop your questions below. Um, and thank you again. Thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. You all guys have a great night and we will see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The American Nightmare. If you have questions or comments, please send them our way so we can make future episodes. Also, We'd like to say, if you're an immigrant in need of immigration assistance, please reach out to the American Dream Center or an immigration attorney for further assistance. 
Each case is completely different when it comes to immigration. So thank you again, and we look forward to seeing you next month. Be sure to subscribe, share, and comment. Thank you guys. Have a great day.